what's up, party people, and welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture Collective. That's right, the band is back together. We're here to bring you some pop culture news. But today is going to be a special mashup episode. We're going to take some New Normal Wrestling. We're going to take some PCC, and we're going to put them together. We're going to mash them up a little bit, some may say. And what a better way to do it with my two co-hosts here, the lovely Doc Haas, and the bald and the beautiful Mr. John Grohl, because the three of us guys, we go way back in wrestling podcasts. So let's talk some wrestling. Let's talk some Marvel MCU. And let's mash the two shows together. What do you say? All right, all right, all right, all right. Keep saying mash, and I keep thinking about potatoes. Oh, I love potatoes. mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, dude, you put a little garlic in that mashed potato, oh, dude. Actually, mashed potatoes is probably... Done, you ever done the wasabi go. mash, dude? Yes, I've had that. Yes, tuna, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mashed potatoes is probably the best part of my dinner at the wedding I played last night. Was the sweet potatoes, the mashed sweet potatoes? That's Ooh. not. No, 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 that doesn't count. Oh, what do you mean it doesn't count? How does that it's not, not count? A whole different food group, sweet potatoes. Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, like a, it's a root regular vegetable. Regular potatoes are delicious, and sweet right. potatoes are disgusting. Hence, two different food groups. You don't like sweet don't potatoes? Like sweet potatoes? Oh, no. Oh no. Wait, how dude. how so, is this even a conversation a right now? That's how you ruin a potato. Some things just shouldn't be sweet. Potatoes wow. are one of them. But you know what I love? Have you ever been, ha- been to a wedding where they had a mashed potato bar? Yeah. No. Oh, the oh sweet. You get the, you get the mashed sweet potatoes and you throw some cinnamon on there. Yeah. Some marshmallows on there. Oh, mud on, bro. You don't even know what you're missing. It's you a healthy the- dessert. It's exactly. I, I once had a deep fried sweet potato at a southern so you, wedding. That sweet was potato awesome. fries? One giant sweet potato fry? No, it wasn't the same. <laughs> I will tell you, I actually don't like sweet potato fries. They don't have the consistency of French fries that I like. And we all know I judge places on their French fries. Sweet potato fries just don't don't do it for judge me. Places on. Like most places don't even make their own French fries. It's how they're prepared. In the fryer. It's listen, <laughs> there's more to it than that, my friend. <laughs> Some salt. There's a, it's an you. art form. It is an art form. <laughs> All right, so fellas, so fellas, who do you want to start with some PCC talk or start with some new normal wrestling talks? We're again, we're gonna mash it up. I'm using that term again. I'm gonna say mash a lot. Let's wrestle. Let's actually have a contest with our listeners. First person to DM us at PC Collective Pod on either Instagram or Twitter. Let us know how many times we say the word mash up. Or win. We'll win a free fourth wall pop network. I'm sorry, no, a free. PCC t-shirt. So let's hey, see. Hey. Let's see who wins this contest. How many times can we say mash or mash up in one episode? Mashed. Mashed. Yes. Any tense of mashed. We just said mash in some sort of tense like six times. Yeah, they this did. counts. And this all counts. <laughs> mash, 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 mash. <laughs> so they better be counting this. I know. Make it hard. Yep. Guys. Mash. Guys. <laughs> Guys, what if I hum the MASH theme song? Dum, 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 dum. Oh, man. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> That's a show I never watched. Oh, my God. Oh, I dude, never what? watched MASH. Oh, MASH is the best. MASH is a great television show. I mean, you all life? just found out I've never watched the movie Bloodsport. So. Which blows my mind. What kind of man are you? Yeah, you but MASH is Bloodsport. like, we're, we're talking about like a pop culture podcast I'm... and like MASH like dominated pop culture in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Let's be it real did. here. Throwback. 
It did. You're not wrong. So, Bones, if you're going to watch MASH, mm-hmm. just, just focus on the early seasons. Okay. Especially any episodes with Hawkeye and Trapper. And once Frank Burns leaves the show, you may as well just forget about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, where can I find MASH? Uh, Hulu has MASH. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah. There's like 11 seasons. There's a lot of MASH. Okay. Yeah, and it's John. long. It's longer than the war that they. <laughs> yeah, the show's <laughs> longer than the, the show's longer than the Korean War. Yeah. All right. Well, I will. I'll watch Mash as long as John watches Bloodsport. Well, we got to add that to the list because I've also remember I haven't seen um, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. One of my favorite Mash lines: right. "Champagne's nothing but grape juice that knows somebody." <laughs> oh, oh man it's awesome i think that line's written on the wall of the saint somewhere like the saint in asbury park oh night no. oh yeah. god i haven't been to the saint in so my last show with my old my very first band was at the saint that was back in 2008 oh speaking of asbury park guys oh, I'm, playing, no. I'm playing a show at the stone pony for the first time in 13 years oh wow uh on Halloween with our good friend, uh, Mr. Lou Panico oh, Lou, Lou. and oh. his fiance, Natalie Farrell, as they do a, a J-Lo tribute band and they Dude, needed a I percussionist. Miss- so they call, you know, friendly neighborhood party percussionist, Johnny oh, Bones yeah. here. You are the guy for a J-Lo gig. Yeah, you now. are. Yeah, and I have definitely. just the outfit to wear for this too. Oh, because it is Halloween and all. I couldn't wind <laughs> up going because of just some stuff I had to handle at home yesterday. But Lou had his bachelor party at CZW yesterday. Yep. And oh, wrestling. that's fucking awesome. What? Where? Yeah. Where was the show? I was, well, I was supposed to go, but I it wasn't a show. It was at the Monster they did a, Factory. They did a class. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Cologne nice. sent me a video of like the guy putting Lou through a table. It's hilarious. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that I was, was so like, cool. I was, I was supposed to go with them and do it, but unfortunately, I had to cancel last second. Mm. And uh, but one of the things I wanted to do there was like only they really wanted was whoever the wrestler was that was training us. I wanted a legitimate Ric Flair chop to the chest. Like a legit from a pro. You know what, I guys? I know what that felt like. We should do it. We should, you know, once we get past the holidays, maybe next year, we should we should go take a, a class at the Monster Factory. And then we can see who could take submission holds the longest. Okay. Too. Like, who, <laughs> who could take a sharpshooter the longest? I'm okay with that. I, I mean, I, I, I want to see you take a chop, so... I, yeah. I need to take a Ric Flair chop. Do you have another Hulk, another Hulk Hogan shirt you could rip off though? No, Dan, or... that was the only one. You know what would be funny? I already ripped it. We... All right. Once in a lifetime. It's CZW, <laughs> so it'd be funny if we walked in and the guy traded us as a Necro Butcher. Because he he's a CZW. Uh, <laughs> yep. April, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, well, so you you brought up Asbury Park. I thought you were going to talk about the travesty last night. That was Limp Biscuit canceling their show. Oh my god, that's right. Before doors yeah, open. Well, they did it two nights ago. They canceled 15 minutes before because apparently someone two has nights, COVID. yes. And then yesterday they canceled the rest of the tour. I heard oh, it was uh, really. I heard it was Wes had the COVID. Well, apparently, what I've heard is that somebody had it. Wes had was sick, but not with COVID, and everybody just like bugged out and just canceled the tour. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here, but I don't really like their music, but I would go see them. I would, I would go totally stand see them. I, I would Limp stand Biscuit. on the boardwalk. Boardwalk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Them. I'm not going to pay to see them. Yeah. I, have pay, I have actually paid to see Limp Bizkit in the past. Yeah. 
1999. I was a fresh. Actually, fresh no, I, I did see them too. I saw my family values. Yeah, it was a family values tour at the Nassau mm-hmm. Coliseum. My first time ever at the Nassau Coliseum. And uh, it was Limp Biscuit, Filter, Run DMC, Incubus. No, not Incubus. No, I was at, I went Stained, 98. Stained and uh, the Chemical Brothers. Oh, wow. <laughs> I went Mob 98. Deep. Remember Mob Deep? That I remember Mob Deep. Yeah. yeah, they were there mm-hmm. too. I, I must have went ninety eight then because I saw Incubus, and then Corn came on the tour like the, the the next date afterwards, which is very disappointing. Wasn't it their tour? No, Corn. They originally started, but they didn't play every date once they started it. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, Jane's Addiction it like Lollapalooza. Mm. Yo, speaking of concerts, you guys going to any concerts this month? Not this month. Next month, I'm going to see Dave Matthews. So, of course you are. You guys aren't going to see 311 August 29th at PNC? That's the day after my wedding. Because I'll be there. Oh, yeah. So you're not taking your wife there for your honeymoon, John? No. PNC the next day? No. No. (laughs) Question. Did we determine that 311 has its original members and it's always had its original members? Or did we determine otherwise? Because that's a conversation worth having again since Dusty Hill from ZZ Top just died. I think they have all of their original members. Well, no, Bones the, had a thing where here's a there's a thing. Bones, you had a thing. So yeah. Jim Watson. I forgot Jim, about Jim Watson. Jim Watson was the original uh fuck guitar player? Yeah. Bass, guitar player before well, Tim he, Mahoney. But the band wasn't called three eleven yet though, right? No, they were called um hold on. See now I have to look this up again. We talked or, about Hold this on, hold on, hold on. It's on it's even on my if, even if, whatever it was what they call. So say Let's just say 311 starts with the official naming of 311, right? And it's the original members. And it's the original members. If that's what we're calling it, then they now hold, I think they now hold mm. that record. So, so okay, yes, I see what you're saying. So, yes, in terms of 311, it's the original yes. members. So, I almost, if that's the case, then are they now the band that's been together the longest with its original with members? With its original members. Now that Dusty Hills passed away. That's still, yeah, I'd say so, because that was... Because it was like 95, 94 when 90, they kind of started? 92. Oh, wow, even longer. So I know other bands that are were close that we talked about were the old 97s. Yeah, the old 97s be, yep. have been together since like the early 90s with all the same members. And I think I think Muse is all the same members. And they've been together since the... Uh, Guys, I don't think so. The early, early 2000s. I'm reading right now that in 1990... Oh, no, no, yeah, 80, it, 89. No, no, but downstairs I'm saying, EP came out at 311. No, uh, no, 311 considers their first show to be held on June 10th, 1990, right after Tim Mahoney was replaced by Jim Watson. They are, if you consider, if you go by the first show, that's what 311 says. I'll back no. them on it. Jim Watson, oh, yeah, yeah. By Tim Tim Mahoney. yeah, Tim Mahoney. Yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Okay, Okay, so that was their first live show, but they had their first EP come out in 89, the Downstairs EP, as the name 311. And they got the name 311 because Jim Watson is the person who got drunk and ran through a fountain naked and got arrested for indecent exposure, and the police code for indecent exposure is 311, 311. That's where they got the 311 name. Oh, dude, we're forgetting one big. There's one band that's been together longer than 311. The original members, huge band. You too. Yeah, you too. Yeah. You too. I was just thinking yeah. about that. It's gotta be. It's probably you too. Yeah, they've had. I, they've had all their same four guys since the beginning. <clears throat> but now, but does what, anyone actually care about you two? Early, early you two, when it was, it was great, dude. They're like, like until 
I think when Octum Baby came out, that was like the last album I really dug at Airs. But they were like a young, when they were like an angry alternative band, I like to say, they were great. They, they were a band as they got bigger, like I feel like they ran out of cool, like the inspiration for songs changed, so I just wasn't as into the music as much. I don't know. It wasn't the same. But like early U2 Man, like War and Joshua Tree, Unforgettable Fire, those are killer albums. 311's original band name with Jim Watson was called The Eds. The, the Eds. Eds. The Eds. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Because that before they had Chad, uh, Chad Sexton, their drummer's name was Ed. Um. All right. So you want to get into this wrestling talk? Yeah. Let's talk some. Uh, some. Re- let's go old school. Yeah. Top guys. Away. I'm angry. Why? About what? About I... the fifty-something releases from WWE over the past three months. And listen, I. I... I, I get it. They they held on to people so they couldn't go anywhere else. They did that for a long time. We know this. Well, there was nowhere else to go either. It was probably now to there the benefit, is. It was probably to the benefit of the wrestlers who couldn't find as much work. That was like okay, right. at least at least we got this world class mm-hmm. training facility to work out in while we mm-hmm. figure it the hell out. You know, in the now beginning, in the go. beginning, yes, in the beginning, yes. But now they're releasing people that actually could have went on. And I'm just talking NXT here because NXT has seen a lot of releases. Like what was it? Two days ago, right? Were yesterday? Uh, Bronson Reed, Tyler the, Rust, Mercedes Martinez. Th- there are definitely what some are names doing? that are shocking, <laughs> and and even even some of the other names that are probably more relevant on two hundred five live that just got signed earlier this year or last year and already, hell. yeah, haven't even had a chance to to even f- ha- even hang out in catering. You know, it's like they <laughs> already already got cut. Do you think that there's releasing a lot of these mid to lower level, like upper mid, couple upper mid card, lower upper lower top card talents here and there, but mostly lower lower mid card, lower card wrestlers? You think they're releasing them just to start being able to pay guys like Adam Cole and and Drew McIntyre and well, Keith Lee more money? You, you mentioned Adam Cole. Adam Cole's contract is one. up, and reports are saying that they just offered him a multi million dollar contract to keep him so could that be a thing yes now here's my thing when it comes to releases us as fans we always get pissed off at the releases oh i don't want to see i don't want to see this guy bronson reed or mercedes martinez or even going back to like when samoa joe was cut you know it's like we don't want these people to get cut from wwe but we also don't know what the business end of everything looks like samoa joe was a restructure not a cut right yeah and a really good restructure if you ask so there's been so many fucking rumors and innuendos on why people are getting cut. Like Bray Wyatt recently just got released. Braun Strowman gets released. Ric Flair asked for his release. That's that's a different story. But I have takes on that one. We'll get to that, though. All right. Um, I feel like with the recent releases with NXT, I think they're trying to restructure NXT and bring it back to a developmental brand. Because Vince McMahon does not view NXT as a third brand. Well, that's a really so I, dumb business decision. That's a very dumb. <laughs> I mean, I I just I don't buy that because I just think it's a really unintelligent business decision. I think I mean, so. The end of the day is it's about making money. If you got three brands that can make you money, and, and NXT I is don't on, even, and you still have NXT UK, and you right. still and you still want to have the Australian de- or the Indian developmental territory. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like it's not like they're, they're and you just got rid of one of your biggest. Indian so, monsters. Unless, mm-hmm. well, said, yeah. unless COVID hit Vince McMahon harder and he's letting on, he just can't afford to pay these you guys see, anymore. 
Or, no, as I said, no. he might just be. On. He, I just think I just think they're putting more money aside to give. I think they're going to give that money to top card talent and up their salaries. You know, and included in that, I'm including like Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I'm including Charlotte Flair. I'm including Drew. I'm including the inevitable return of Brock Lesnar. I'm including whatever Legends contract the Undertaker's on. Like, I feel like those contracts are becoming more important events. So the, the guys at the bottom tier are like, whatever. See you later. Go back to your go back to the Indies. They're probably going to work more in the Indies anyway. All right. Well, hold on. WWE, I, I, I want to get into WWE something about Brock Lesnar now. Yes. Sorry. One at a time, no, gentlemen. Go, One at a yeah, time. Yeah, sorry, John. WWE go ahead. WWE is more profitable now than they were during the Attitude Era. They're it publicly is. traded, so they've been very open with all their financials for every quarter. So they've been doing great so even since the pandemic, even yeah, with the loss of all TV the live deals. shows. They also have yeah. huge TV deals that they've a, never had before. A billion-dollar deal with they've, Peacock. They've never had billion-dollar TV deals before, so right. obviously they're going to be more profitable than they've ever been. It mm. doesn't mean that the product is to the level of what there be you know the tv deal you know you still have to deliver for those tv companies you know right. and if the tv company is more interested in seeing roman reigns and seeing the top dogs well you got to pay those dudes so tony khan doesn't come pluck him away because tony khan's about to fuck away daniel bryan he's about to fuck away rick flair he's and about- that's gonna be the downfall of ae fucking w what Tony Cloud take us I'm I don't watching. mind it because as long as they keep their old talent in like managerial roles, like they do with mm-hmm. Jake the Snake and Tully and Arn Anderson and, Arne and Anderson, stuff like that, then yeah. It's fine. Ric Flair fucking strut around all he fucking wants. He'd probably be more entertaining there without the fucking uh, without the reins on him. Right, but I think if AEW keeps going through with the same WCW formula of taking WWE talent and bringing them over. It, it, I, I think we're going to see a similar trend that we saw but back in the, in the 90s. The, biggest, the big difference, though, is when Hulk Hogan got brought over, he got brought over to be in the main event. They didn't bring the big show over to be in the main event. The right. only wrestler you could say that they pulled over that's older in the main event is Jericho. Jericho. And Jericho could still fucking go and put right. younger talent over, so that doesn't fucking count, okay? Hmm. Um, I mean, so, I mean, Sting is probably your big... I mean, how much has Sting wrestled since he's come over? Twice, three times, okay. maybe. Boom! No big. That's not so. a big deal. That is a card boost. That is something. Okay, right. let's get a name on the card. Put it. In, put it. Not. Not in the main event. The problem with WCW '90s is that Savage and Hogan and oh god, when Warrior showed up, ugh. oh like, man, these dudes god. were main eventing card. Right. And that's and they were holding back the Eddie Guerreros and the Chris Benoit's and the Dean Malenko's and the Chris Jericho's and the Rey Mysterio's and all those dudes and and even before that the Steve Austin's and the Brian Pillman's you know they weren't developing them. AEW seems to understand that they have to develop that next level of talent mm-hmm. like you know like Kenny Omega is the champ he's a champ right I'm not mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. yeah, Kenny Omega's a champ for the reason. He's the best wrestler in a promotion. He's in his prime of his career. In the world. So as long as you're still putting the guys that were in the prime of their careers that are delivering quality feuds and quality storylines and quality matches, they won't go the way of WCW. WCW shot themselves because they didn't know when to drop the NWO. They didn't know when to give it up with Hulk Hogan and start letting Chris Jericho fight guys like Goldberg and Hulk Hogan. You know, because there was still the whole uh, you're not big enough mentality then. That right. didn't change until the early 2000s, man. And I agree with yep. you. I agree yep. with yep. you yep. on yep. that now. But over the past three months, we've had more than 50 releases from WWE. If let's just say 40 of them go to AEW, what is AEW going to do? What is Tony Khan going to do? He's going to give these these failed 
projects or whatever you want to call it from WWE and put give the spotlight to them. Well, I have feel like forty of them gone. Not yet. A lot of them are still within their ninety going. days. I don't think forty are going to go. I think there's a. Handful. I'm just saying because a so many people are leaving. Handful. Everyone's everyone's answer is go to AEW. Go to AEW if that's the case. We're, look, AEW started off with a very good palette of young independent wrestlers and not that many let you had your jericho you had your john mox so you had some some of that name recognition and then as time the first year goes on you get your your, your matt hardy's you get your christians your your big shows your mark henry's uh your rusev's right but even You're, those guys aren't cm punk or daniel ryan level talents right those True. are still high b level talents you know yep. you maybe put matt hardy in tag team and he's elite level but mm -hmm. like most of those guys you said have been high B, low A level talents most of their career. Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, wherever they go, they're at the top of the card. Unless well, they don't want to be there. But I, I want to go back to what you said earlier. Are all these releases happening because so they can pay their top tier talent more money? Yes. Why can't why can't they pay Dan Daniel Bryan more money and keep Daniel Bryan? Maybe Daniel Bryan wants to. <clears throat> I think Daniel Bryan wants to change. Yeah, he's he's he wanted wants to change, change for a while. He's, he, he's been there for over ten years. He wants something different. Maybe wh what which else is, is there for Daniel Bryan to do in WWE? Right. He's won both titles. He's won both secondary titles. He's won the tag team titles. He's had a he's had a glorious, huge all time WrestleMania moment. Right. Like, like what else is there for him to do? Which is a shame because everyone says there's not going to be another John Cena. Like, who's going to be the face of WWE? I feel like if anyone could be that person, it could have been Daniel Bryan. The Yes Movement Daniel is Daniel Bryan's the... already almost forty. He's not that much younger know, than Cena. I know. Eight, you remember eight, Daniel he, Bryan, he doesn't have age. By the time on his he side. showed up, he was already wrestling for fifteen years. But look at AJ you know? Styles and Finn Balor. They're both in their forties. And they're right, still and they're, going. And they're still, they're still and AJ going. Styles is still like one of the best wrestlers go, in the world. But when you're looking for your next face, your next John Cena, you're not looking at a guy in his 30s. You look at, in his late 30s. You're looking at a guy in their mid late mid 20s. To early you're looking 20s. at a Roman or a Seth Rollins yes. or a Drew McIntyre. Or even a Drew. Yeah, I know Drew's a yeah. little older, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm -hmm. He's like in his 30s, Drew. Right? Yeah. But, you know, but say you're looking around that. That's where you're looking for. Well, right? you just I mean, released half of your young talent, so what's that? You just released most of your young talent. But so. I think they have the guys in place and girl and women in place. Like WWE, I right. think they have the talent they need at the top of the card. Right? They, they need to make sure that they can competitively keep up with Tony Khan because Tony Khan can pay his wrestlers more than Vince McMahon. And that's just all there is to it. I think He's one got of, more money than Vince McMahon. I think one of the biggest mistakes in someone that could have been someone like John Cena and actually would have been good for the company was Jake Atlas. And um, yeah, Jay Gatlis, he had a story, too. He was he was one of the first openly gay wrestlers out there on the independent scene as well. Uh -huh. I mean, I think so. And they and they utilized him a lot every week on TV. Same, same thing with Tyler Rust. They have Tyler Rust as part of the diamond mine. The mine that they just introduced within the past couple months. And yeah. he's already out. He's gone. <clears throat> so, by the way, I didn't realize this diamond mine was a faction back in the NWA days, I guess. And I guess they, they brought it back. Oh, did you I know that? that? I did not know that. I, I think it was. Hold on. <clears throat> but look, let's let's talk about some of these other releases. So the recently we have Bray Wyatt and Ric Flair. Let's talk about Ric Flair real quick. John, I know you have some takes on where what's going to happen with Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. Ric Flair has gone on record that he just was not happy with the creative direction of WWE in general, not specifically about Charlotte or him. In general, he also was not happy about the 
storyline between him, Lacey Evans, and Charlotte. He was not happy about it. So that's why he parted ways. So, John, where, what are your thoughts on Ric Flair and where he's going to end up? Well, all right. So, first of all, it was almost a diamond exchange. I apologize. It, it was, was the diamond, diamond exchange. It diamond was exchange. DDP, yep. Kurt Hennig, and, and Diamond Doll Tanya in the AWA and the early WCW. And also, that. And, and also, um, Oh my God! What's his name? Uh, Razor Ramon. Yeah, oh, okay. Diamond Stud. Diamond Stud, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I, Ric Flair's going to AEW, and I'm going to tell you why. It, it, two of his, two of his four buddies are there already. They're going to end up doing something with the Horsemen, I think. That's you ha- nuts. See, time out. I don't think they're going to do that. One, WWE probably owns the name the Four Horsemen. At this don't point. have to call them the Four Horsemen. Or the course, you can't do the Horsemen. No, no, you're not. You don't have to call them anything. Yeah, you just got to put put them together. It's fine. You don't have to. You make can't trademark a hand sign either. They, they they've already put this up on AEW television. Arn and yep. Tully. Okay. Yep. So I think you're going to see Arn and Tully, and I I think even if it's not a full time deal, you're going to see him come and do something. Right. Yeah. And you know, you know, maybe you have, you know, Barry come out. I know he's not an original because you know, always right. dead. It's only dead. Right. Always yeah. dead. Right. I thought Barry was dead. No, Barry's not dead. No, Barry Windham's not. You're right. No, but I think Oli Anderson's dead. But to that note, just think about the demographic that AEW will target. If you have, hey, if you tune into AEW Dynamite this week, you're going to see. Oli is not dead. Oh, he's not. (laughs) Oli is still alive. He's old and bitter, but he's not dead. I don't think Oli would ever come back. You were never going to see him again. No. Yeah. Anyway, continue. But. Think about the demographic that would bring in and the ratings that 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 would pop on Dynamite if they say, hey, this week on Dynamite, you're going to see Ric Flair, R. Anderson, Tully Blanchard in the same ring for the first time in however many years. Right. But Ric Flair has gone on record that his relationship with Arn and Tully is not like it used to be. Personally. So who knows? Really? What, what did he? What do you mean? What did you mean by not the same? Like they just don't get along? Or they just, just talk it's like just not the same anymore. He. It was an interview he had on Busted Open a while back. I think they didn't Arn when he left WWE. Didn't weren't some bridges burned there when he left WWE? Well, yeah, because he let split yeah. up. He left yeah, he let uh something. He he let someone. Uh, what's her name? He let Alicia Fox wrestle drunk. Yeah. So there's that, and that was always that was always the tough task, you know, when she was sober. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was. Um, all right, so I mean, I think, I mean, I think Flair shows up. I just don't like. Obviously, you're gonna have to do some sort of horseman, like you know, like, hey, uh, you know, these guys are like you said, prop is three guys and everything. I mean... But I don't, I don't. But it has to be like kind of like, here's the horseman, and someone has to turn. Like you can't just reform the group again with the new wrestlers or like there no, has no, to no, be no, no. some sort of. I think there has to be a backstab if you're. I mean, gonna go that road because I'm not interested. I am zero interested in seeing a modern day. First of all, WCW tried the modern day four horse with Benoit and Malenko and all trying to work them in when mm-hmm. as all the older guys retired. It didn't work. The four horsemen are Flair, Arn, Tully, and either Wyndham Oli. You can have either or for mm-hmm. the last one. Like, there's all there's to it. I would rather see them get together and then you start planning to feud for like a, a turn. Somebody turns on. Somebody. What if they all had a wrestler like, you know, because, you know, Art Art has um, Cody. Art has Cody. Tully will probably use um, Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Right. So mm-hmm. what if Flair comes in with like picks Andrade. up someone? Andrade. 
Yeah. Uh, check this out. I just thought of this. Yeah. I just thought of this. Sting was a horseman. Uh, that was. doesn't count. Stop. Stop. I, just stop. Okay. Whatever your thought's going to be, just stop. Because it's, it's not even. Darby. That's all I'm going to say. There's just no, you don't need to do the sting for horseman thing. Those are the four horsemen. Thank you, John. I, 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 no, I get, you, I get it, but I'm just saying. It, I don't even want to. I don't even want to go back to a world with Sting and the Horsemen. Well, hold on, Sting. <laughs> like, dude, right. You have to. You have to. It's not going to work if you just rehash something that's been done already. Well, I'm just right. saying they're each going to have a wrestler, and they're all going to say that their wrestler is like the top. You know, the best one in AEW, and then they all start, you know, having like round robin tournaments or something. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to get Sting involved with that though. Let's just like focus on those three or. I don't know. There ha- I think there needs to be some sort of turn coding. Somebody has to turn on somebody. There has to be, it's gonna be a Tully. different level <laughs> It'll to be the Tully. feud. At, it can't just be the three amigos getting back together again. It can't mm-hmm. be that. If there's real animosity between anybody in the group, build off of it. Book it. Those guys are all old school. They'll work with it. Yeah, you're right. You know? So that's my thoughts on Ric Flair if you were to go to AEW. All right, all right. Um, I, I do want to focus on a few more of these. Um, Bobby Fish. I know he's injured a lot, but it's still Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is also in his 40s. He's in his 40s. He's been injured a lot since he came to NXT. He didn't. He was injured. People get released from sports teams all the time. I know. He was a part of the undisputed era, but he was just move on marks in the in the faction. So that's I'm okay with that one. That that makes sense. Um, who I, I mean, I'm actually very surprised, you know, more about a couple of these recent ones. Like, obviously, Bronson Reed, they were building up. It wasn't. Yeah, that he that's was recently surprising. the NXT North American yeah, champion. Was he just North American champion like last month? That so was, that, that's, that's surprising. Mercedes Martinez also in her 40s, but still that girl can wrestle. That that was that was a weird one for me. Um, I didn't realize Kona Reeves was still with the company. <laughs> Yeah, Coda, I didn't know Coda Reeves still did things. <laughs> yeah, they should have released him years ago. Yeah, how is that guy held on, man? He must be really good to work with in like the practice, unlike in practice or something. That's like the only thing I can imagine is that he's good to work with in practice. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, for a while I think they were trying to make him the next Rock, and it just it didn't work. The next Rock? Yeah, for a I while they... he was like the next Barry Horowitz. For a while, I, I don't know. That's what I remember here. But there was a couple things. Like there was that some of these people I don't I don't really know. Um, I mean, I loved Leon Ruff. I thought Leon Ruff was hilarious. Um, he he was funny. Um, Bobby Ari Sterling. I don't know Ari Sterling. I don't know Asher Hale. Yeah, I don't. Um, and nor do I know Zachariah Smith. Um, if I remember hearing that name, Zachariah Smith. I don't know. I don't know how do you even spell Zachariah Smith. There we go. I gotta hear it. Yeah, it doesn't even say who he is. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know why I know because there's a Zacharias Smith. That's a little sub character in Harry Potter. That's why I recognize the name. <laughs> so they straight up took that stage name from Harry Potter. No, I think it's his actual name, because I I just found what? him in a I just found him in a, in a someone's name Zachariah. I just I just found him in a. Performance Center shirt, but I also just found his, uh, his uh, basketball, um, his basketball profile. I think this is actually his name. I just yeah. like I, I googled Zachariah Smith, and there's like so many different images of like people popping up. Yeah, who the hell he's also a Hufflepuff. Um, okay. Oh, I got him. Here yep. we go. Okay, I see him now. 
So, and Asher Hale, I, I, I don't know much about, you know, Bones is going to know more about these people. Anthony Henry. Oh, he looks like a little Darby Allen. Looks like a little Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Darby. Yeah, like, I, don't, I just don't get all worked up when people get released from, like, sports issues. Like anything sport or athlete related, like the low level guys get released in companies. That's just what happens. Yeah. You know, you I need also, to make more money. That's the first place you cut. I also don't, uh, this Alex Zane guy, I, I, I've never heard him before. But I mean, like, there have been some other big ones, you know, in the past. I, I don't know. I, I have not really watched WWE programming in a long time. Um, I've, I've really been on. sticking with, with, um, with AEW and NWA. I just I like the product better. I like watching wrestling. You also don't know who's asking for releases. You know, sometimes they say like this person asked for release, but sometimes the person who got released might want to keep it private. Yeah. You know, like you don't know who's asking. It's that you said you like wrestling. Like someone like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, they love the wrestling end of it so much. They're more likely to be happy in AEW right now. And like I said, for guys like you know, for Bryan and Punk, they're new, new challenge for them. It's like, like athletes are fueled by new challenges. When there's nothing for an athlete to conquer, that's usually when they start slipping and then they retire. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. That's why I like the things like when you see like what Jordan did with the Bulls all those years. That's why it's so impressive. Because like those people are like, all right, I got my title. All right, I got two titles. All right, I got three titles. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then six titles later, Jordan's still like, you're lucky I'm retiring. I'd win another two. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I think that's what you're. Uh, I think that's the uh, thing that people have to uh, like remember with some of these releases at times. Some people are just looking for new things, and when a company's looking to save money, you cut the people who make you the least money. That's true. Yeah. I'm just trying to think where some of these people end up if they, or they retire. Like Bobby Fish, I think it's just going to go back to ROH. Do you think Bray Wyatt would maybe like is maybe doing a restructure? You know, that I, was I, the biggest cut. That was the one where I was just like. Really? That guy's not profitable for you? Like, Bray Wyatt? I, I, You know, I just think... You know, apparently he had a hard time with um with Brody's passing. You know, maybe he needed a break. I, yeah, maybe I don't know. Just, that's it. Maybe he's just taking a break. Maybe he's taking a year off. His contract's up, and he's like, hey, I'm taking a year off. I'll be back. Maybe. Like that's mm-hmm. Wrestlers take time off. Like, it's a grueling job. Sometimes they just say, you know... I'm not going to AEW. I'm not going to, to to Impact. I'm not going to NJPW. I'm going home for a bit. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, and I got it. some money now. I just had a nice run in WWE, and I'm going to sit home and I'm going to enjoy my family and I'm going to enjoy not kicking my own ass every single fucking night. You know, like that's. I think there's a there's a part of that that really comes into play. You know, at the wrestlers nowadays take care of themselves way better than old school wrestlers did. You know, it isn't the go out and work. 265 days a year and then now on top of that with the quarantine and i'm sure wwe well yeah obviously they're still making money they have their tv deals and everything i'm sure they're not they're not pulling in live show revenue i'm sure they're not pulling in as much merchandise revenue like there's a lot of there's a lot of different factors right now so i'm sure they're not minding that they're gonna let some talent maybe wants to go or try something else so i'm reading uh i found a, a dave Meltzer quote and Think what you want about him, but you know. So basically, it's just talking about you know the cuts and everything, and maybe McMahon's new vision for NXT. Basically, Meltzer says you know basic feeling is they lost the war. This is the aftermath, and this is the new direction: is younger guys and bigger guys. The general feeling is that NXT had ventured out. Originally, it was competition for Ring of Honor. 
Then it became competition for AEW. When Ring of Honor started showing life and independent scene started showing life, this was supposed to be them getting that fan base. Then it became competition for AEW. What happened happened, and now they want to get back to what it was. And so there's cuts that were made, and these were so the guys that were running away with your tail. Hold on, hold on, it, 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 hold on. Uh, so there's cuts that were made, and these were the guys that were cut, and there's going to be changes. Power play is a weird word, but there's decisive opinions about wrestling among key people, and they are fighting for Vince's ear, and this is the ear that Vince has this week. Next week, he may listen to someone else's ear and may go a completely different direction. This is what happened this week. This is the best one. The wording is, no more midgets. No one started in their 30s. They want people who can be box office attractions and main characters. So here's the thing. I think another thing with uh, NXT is NXT, you talk about competition. I think NXT started becoming competition oh, yeah, in WWE yeah. against Raw and yeah, SmackDown. People were watching NXT instead of instead of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, people were starting to watch. I, I did. Think the biggest issue is that Raw and SmackDown were were suffering because of NXT. They're still like, terrible. Right. NXT started as so so Bones just hopped back on. Like NXT started as competition for ROH. It then became AEW's competition. They lost the competition, and you know, Grill just read a Meltzer quote, and for what Meltzer seems to be summing up is that WWE was running with its tail between his legs from the indie scene because they feel like they couldn't break in to that fan base like they thought NXT was going to, and that's right. why NXT is going back to developmental. And Vince only wants big guys in their twenties that could be box office attractions. Right. I don't hate Vince's train of thought there. What I don't want, what I think he's not realizing, is that said NXT started taking the viewers from Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That was where it came down. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, I, I just don't. I don't know. But man. here's the thing: so Vince wants these big, like, was Keith Lee too old for him? Like Keith Lee is a box office attraction. You could get, you could probably get a good five year run out of Keith Lee right now. Uh, I as agree. Top level talent. But, you know, I mean, if that's Vince, where Vince wants to go, I mean, there's, I, I, I guess there's a market for that. But, like, here's the thing. Then, like, you have to revamp what Raw and Smack, especially Raw, is actually presenting in terms of storyline content. At the end of the day, Raw sucks because most of the angles suck. Most of the feuds suck. Most of the matches are not memorable. Nope. You know, that's why Raw sucks right now. Yep. Like, you could sit here and think, oh, NXT became too big of a brand. Or you could sit here and say, we lost the war. This You lost your way on Raw. Like, the show just isn't very good. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's just not a good television show. And I don't I, I, I don't know if it's different writers. I don't know if they need... I, I feel like, you know, wrestling, now, obviously, and nowadays, it's, you know, everybody's a lot tighter than they used to be. You don't have to keep kayfabe. Everyone's friends. Yeah, you don't have to keep kayfabe when you're on the road also everybody's friends i think they need somebody in raw who's just a dick who's a legitimate dick in real life to go back up like, an MJF. Put, like an mjf like an mjf like an mjf a legitimate heel that's gonna really piss off a lot that, of man. people backstage but then you have to go in the ring and back it up yep that's mm-hmm. the big thing. and he does right brett was a you listen to the, you watch any brett and sean documentary from the 90s they were both dicks that's yeah. one of the biggest takeaways they were both cocky arrogant dicks who thought they were the best that's why their feud fucking ruled yep that's and, why and it because was it was real yeah it was real so that brings me to i'm gonna bring up a name 
uh, for anybody who's been watching the Olympics the past few weeks, uh, the Olympic wrestling tournament, uh, the gold medalist American in the heavyweight won. His name is Gable Dan Stevenson. Ah. If you are not born to be a wrestler, (laughs) I mean, the man, obviously, he's from Minnesota. Minnesota's a huge wrestling state. Dan Gable, of course, is the greatest amateur wrestler of all time. Um, But Gable Gable Stevenson, um, his goal is to be Brock Lesnar. His hero is Brock Lesnar. He wants to be an amateur wrestler, kick ass, and then join WWE. This dude is not your prototypical wrestler. I watch wrestling like like amateur, like freestyle, folk style very frequently. And it's a very straight-laced, like, it's a pretty uptight sport. Let's just be, I'll be, this is what it is. Very respect, I respect the sport. It's so freaking hard. I love watching fights, you know? So, mm-hmm. in that sense, but it's not like MMA, or MMA is like, they're all talking shit. There's no shit talking in wrestling. It's in college wrestling. Nope. There's You're really not supposed to show your personality. That's always been a thing. But you're right. starting to see wrestlers break away from that now. You know, guys, the Gable Stevenson just won the Olympics. 200 and... Wow, he's, he's, he wrestles 275. I don't know what he weighs in at. He wins gold medal in, in, in 0.6 seconds. He got the last two points to win the gold medal. He won the match. You have to watch the match. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he does a cartwheel backflip. And, dude, the backflip, dude... He gets the height of a freaking gymnast on his goddamn backflip. It's ridiculous. Really? This guy is a freak of an athlete, okay? And he is going to be a monster if he decides to pro wrestle because he's got the personality. Like when he does his interviews, he tells that dude from he told he tells the guys wrestling, hope you guys hope you're ready to come get some of this because I'm freaking right. coming hard. In the That's middle of the awesome. match, he he beat the he beat the gold medalist from the 2016 game. And he was up eight nothing, and with like ten seconds left, he's backing away, fucking doing the rock, telling him to just bring it. <laughs> and I'm just like, That's this awesome. son of a bitch, he's such a dick. I love it. <laughs> but he's wow. entertaining. He brings right. people have been talking about him all week. Uh, NBC hosts the Olympics, so they've been name dropping WWE all week during the tournament because mm-hmm. yep. he's he's made it obviously. I think his brother, his brother might actually be in NXT already. Or it might be in developmental. He has a brother really? who wants to wrestle also. Yeah, so uh-huh. oh, you can go, use Google like Steveson Brothers Wrestling if you real quick if you want to look it up. I might be wrong on that NXT part. But I know Gable wants to work in WWE or in pro wrestling, and he's going to be a great – he looks like Keith Lee. Like, think about what Keith Lee is mm-hmm. and, like, make Keith Lee even, like, trimmer and leaner. Right. And that's Gable Steveson, dude. And he moves like Keith Lee. The dude does standing backflips, so, you know – you could put him in there against Ricochet and then put him in there against fucking Roman Reigns. Huh. This is the type of... T- but this is the talent. I mean, Vince <clears throat> has got to be salivating. That's the talent he wants. You hear the story about the first time Vince saw Brock Lesnar almost shit his pants. You know, they mm-hmm. tell that story all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is another situation where you can bring the guy Vince wants in his 20s, marketable, good-looking, mm-hmm. athletic. You know, this is... These are the guys he wants. Well, they exist. But they're athletes. Well, so here's I hope the thing: Vince he... starts to pull athletes, not movie stars. Now, you know? is is the wrestling tournament still going on, or is is did he win it all? It just already? ended. He won. It just... He won it all. He won his gold okay. two days ago. Gotcha. It was an amazing match. He went up three nothing at the half at, at, at the halfway point, and mm-hmm. then he gave up a bunch of points. I think he went down eight three, cut it to eight five, got wow. another takedown with like six <clears throat> six seven seconds left, made it eight seven. And they got the final takedown to win it with like 0.6 seconds left. It was out of control. Yeah, you see, that's the only caveat though. Like, if he didn't win the gold medal, I like Vince wouldn't even be looking at him. Because if you think back to like, no, he Mar- would. He's got. He's an. I mean, dude, he still won a silver medal. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's but still like, if you, if you think back, an athlete. 
to when Mark Henry came into WWE and then he left for a little while before he came back with the, the Hall of Pain gimmick. Uh, he left to do the strongman competition. Vince McMahon told him, he's like, you can go do the strongman competition, but just so you know, there's no place in the WWE for a second strongest man in the world. Well, listen, he, he didn't win the gold medal in Atlanta in 96. I think he got hurt in Atlanta in 96. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, I don't think he did. Yeah, he got hurt in Atlanta. Oh. Angle won the gold medal Angle in Atlanta did. 96. Right. But that's what I'm saying. That's the other thing. Now, this guy just okay. won his gold medal with 0.6 seconds left. Your first kayfabe has just been written, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude's going to enter in, and everybody who's a wrestler is going to remember, like, look what I did, you know. That's the big thing. Remember, Angle wouldn't sign it first. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to lose. He felt like right. he couldn't lose. It took him two years to finally, like, okay, I can come in now. It's, you know, but I think, I don't, I think it's going to be a while before you see Stevenson sign because I think he's going to try and go for gold again in, in mm-hmm. Paris in 24. So, okay. which is awesome for U.S. wrestling. U.S. wrestling had a great tournament. But I think Gable is the only one looking to come to WWE post wrestling career. But I say, dude, when you win a gold medal with point six left, that's wrestling kayfabe. That's real wrestling right there. Yeah, right. You can put that right in the storyline immediately and hook people in. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out there and he's a fucking animal. He just stepped to learn how to. I don't know if he trains already or not. I don't know if he knows like pro wrestling or not, like how to take bumps and shit yet. Right. You know, I mean, guys like usually the athletes learn quick. They say angle learn almost immediately. But you know how to work a mat and to, like, you know, the movements. It's just learning how to fall and learning not how to hurt, learning how to not hurt your opponents. Right. Yeah. They always say That's angle was just a, a natural, you know, and not many Lesnar wrestlers too. have that kind of talent like Kurt Angle did. But I want to talk but about Lesnar Brock. showed up. He was champion in like less than a year, Lesnar. Lesnar, too. I want <laughs> yeah. to talk about Lesnar real quick. There have been rumors that, that Lesnar has signed somewhere not with the WWE. What? No one is saying no one knows for sure if it's some kind of MMA promotion or another wrestling promotion, but Brock Lesnar has signed somewhere that is not WWE. Well, it's not going to be MMA because I think Dane He's not allowed him. anymore, right? Yeah, I think Dane is done with him. Diverticulitis. Um, yeah. That and he can't take a gut punch. Um yeah. Could you see Brock like going to Japan again? I could. Yeah, I, could um, I forgot he did Japan. Yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely see him doing Japan again. I, I, I can't see him going to like somewhere like a Ring of Honor, Impact. There's no, no place. The for only him other there. wrestling approach in America I could see snatching him was AEW. Would be AEW. But I don't even know how. But again, this goes back to the whole. Hold on, Is this he goes working AEW. Does he? Do you think he works in AEW? I want your I opinion. don't. I don't know. Yeah, no. See, it's hard because AEW is not the land of giants. And I feel like someone like Brock Lesnar falls in that category, regardless of his physical size, but his stature, his legacy, what he's done already in such an early age. There's no room for him. Brock Lesnar would shove every would throw everyone under the rug in AEW, including a Chris Jericho. Everyone. Yeah. Sorry, and, and, he, and like he absolutely and would no, hurt everyone. Who, who's the competition? You want to see Brock Lesnar versus Kenny Omega, Brock Lesnar versus John Moxley. Moxley's already been demolished by fucking Lesnar before mm-hmm. in WWE. I want to see Brock Lesnar and John Moxley in a death match. That'd be, that'd be kind of funny, but I don't. Yeah, I don't see him doing that. Thing to watch. What if Brock Lesnar signed an AEW contract, but the only matches he he does per contract stipulation are death matches. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I don't, that I don't see him doing that. Can't I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying right. if it were on the table and it did happen, would you enjoy that contract? I tell you what, I, if I, I knew Brock Lesnar was going to be in a death match with some fucking schmuck, I would absolutely watch this for the entertainment value alone. See, I don't know if if I if I would want to see Brock Lesnar in gimmick matches like that. Oh, I, I want to see Brock do his thing, fucking take people to Suplex like, City. Yeah, but Brock like doesn't even wrestle when he wrestles. Like it does, he doesn't do much wrestling wise anymore. Maybe I feel like he's at the death match stage of his career. I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see Brock <laughs> Lesnar go back to WWE and face fucking Bobby Lashley for the championship. Well, that that's the that's the SummerSlam well, match the the we should have had. Yeah, and I think and not I think fucking Goldberg. Where, I think right, and WWE is where 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 Brock belongs, in my opinion. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just where I know it sounds. You know, I don't like telling people where they belong, but I feel like that's where he's of the most. Where he's gonna make the most money and do the most uh, good for his image. As makes the monies. The only two people that I could see. If they go to AEW, that would be good opponents for Brock would be the recent rumors about CM Punk and a Daniel Bryan both going to um, who is that? That's a uh, uh, sunny kiss. That's sunny kiss and Fred Durst and Fred oh. Durst. That's friggin awesome. Yeah, he was probably trying. He was probably at the looks show. He looks old. He looks like a creepy old. I think he looks great. He looks like a creepy old. He looks like he just got done like working at Clayton Block and Gravel. <laughs> yep. Like, for like. <laughs> he looks I think old he looks as fuck. <laughs> anyway, but I think if Brock was to go to AEW and the recent rumors of Daniel Bryan and or CM Punk signing. Then I could see Brock getting into a couple of storylines. First of all, the first match that Brock should do in AEW is versus Luchasaurus. Let's get that. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Dude, give me Brock versus Luchasaurus. Brock versus Lance Archer. That man. Brock versus Lance Archer would be a fun match. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Brock and Jake the Snake, like, interacting with each other, dude? Oh, dude, that'd be so much fun. See, that shit I'd like to see Brock do. But is Brock going to want to do Does Brock want to go into the mid-card? Does he want to do that? Right. He's not going to the fucking mid-card. No, Brock wants yeah. to have the championship. Brock's only wrestle, he's only going to wrestle in title matches. When's the last yeah. time? I got Brock's going to Brock. When's the last time Brock Lesnar wrestled in a non-title match? Like, not like it's not it take Survivor Series champion versus champion. I have no idea. I actually have no idea. When's the last time Brock wrestled for a match where a title wasn't on the line, where he was a challenger or champion, so, not counting title versus title matches or non-title matches where he was the champion? I think it was 2015 when he when he busted uh, Randy Orton's face at like a SummerSlam or something. I think it was Randy Orton's return. He faced Lesnar. Lesnar was not the champ at the time, I believe. And I think that was the last time Lesnar fought in a match in WWE that was not for uh, either defending or for a championship. So that was six years ago, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. You think Brock Lesnar is going to change that tune for Tony Khan in his checkbook? If there's enough zeros on, on that paycheck, that. no way. Brock Lesnar cares about being the best way too much. He he cares more about his brand. Yeah, than, he cares about his brand and being the best way too mm-hmm. much. Everything's about that for him. Yeah, yeah. I, he doesn't need the money. Yeah. So once again, I think WWE is where he belongs. It's the only place that makes sense for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely been a long time since we chatted that much about wrestling, guys. That was fun. I missed now, it. Now let's get into some uh. Some other geek talk. Let's talk some Marvel MCU. Doc finally has finished watching Loki. All the cans. 
I would like all the Kangs. I would all like the to, to discuss a question that Big Heck and Wade brought up a few weeks back on one of their episodes. We're obviously seeing the introduction of Kang as being the new supervillain in the MCU, taking the place of Thanos. Who is the next villain going to be after Kang? Oh, I Galactus. don't know enough about Marvel to answer that. That's on you. Galactus. Now, is that because we know we're going to be seeing Fantastic Four, and that's a very easy in with Galactus because he's such yeah, a big why not? enemy. Now yeah. I'm going to go into a rabbit hole that I, I ran down, which I already messaged you guys. Oh God, he's got a second ago. computer. He's got yep. the extra computer fam. This is up. Johnny right. bones is on the bonus. Are you going to put on your spectacles and say, and I quote bonus right. laptop means insider information. And I quote, this is the rabbit oh. hole. I fell down. All right. I'm going to read exactly as I, as I wrote this down. So, and Johnny, I, I this might not be in your wheelhouse in terms of what you know from the comics. This stuff might be a little more modern, but I uh -huh. do want to I do want to get your take on it. And Doc, even Are you, you call me old. I mean, a little bit, uh, but Doc, I also want to get your take. I mean, you might not know a lot of some of the names I'm saying, mm -hmm. but in terms of knowing the MCU, Okay. If you, you know, I would like to get your takes because I think this is two, two good takes. we got the comic book guru, the old school comic book guru, and the casual MCU fan. Yes. All right. I, I so watched the movies. <laughs> I think the next big villain we see after Kang will actually be a group of villains. So hear me out. It has been said numerous times this is all leading to the secret invasion, which in the comics is when the Skrulls invade Earth 616. Okay, the scrolls were already introduced to us in Captain Marvel, Captain which is Marvel, the yeah. second film in chronological order in the MCU. And we have been heard rumors a lot about the scrolls, one having their own show and also making their return to the MCU at some point. After the invasion happens, after the scrolls take over, the Illuminati, which was run by I think Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Iron Man Doctor Strange, Captain uh, America, Thor, you know, pretty much the Avengers, the big they, guns. Yeah, the big guns. They were the they, they were the Illuminati. They were disbanded, and then it was reformed by Norman Osborn, who, as we know, was the Green Goblin. So we're gonna see the Dark Avengers, is what you're saying? Hold on, don't 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 jump the gun yet. Uh, that's another way we can go with this. But hold on, all right. So we already know Willem Dafoe is gonna be back in the next Spider-Man movie to play Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. So in the comics, Norman Osborn um, takes over the Illuminati, all right, which is then called the uh, Dark Illuminati, I believe. Yes, the Dark Illuminati. He also, at the same time, has an in with the government and takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. and renames it Hammer, okay, which is a different, which, and he pretty much fires everyone and has all of his own cronies working for him in Hammer. He also runs the 50 state initiative, which is just something else with the government. Um, and also takes over the Thunderbolts initiative, which we've talked about the, the, the Thunderbolts with like the U.S. agent, mm -hmm. um, a couple other characters that we've already been introduced to. Now with all this government power, he reforms the, the Illuminati, calls it the Dark Illuminati and forms his cabal, which is consisting of Lady Loki, who we were just introduced to, in the Loki series, uh, Prince Namor, also known as the Submariner, which we already know has been confirmed to be in Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. God. 
Never Doctor Doom, dick. who who we know is going to be reintroduced in the Fantastic Four when the Fantastic Four movie comes out in Phase Five, and the Taskmaster, who we just got introduced to in the Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. also uh, involved in this is the White Queen Emma Frost, who we know from the X the Legacy X Men movies, mm-hmm. and could make her way back in once the multiverse opens up and we see the X Men. So we already have the characters for the most part put into place to make this dark Illuminati. Um, I'm sure the MCU will find a way to have Val, Lady Hydra involved in it somehow, possibly branching off into the Dark Avengers, blah, blah, blah. There's so many fucking ways. We, there's so many rabbit holes you can go down with this. Um, and if the Dark Avengers do form, we already know who's going to be in because we've already been introduced to characters like U.S. Agent, White Vision, Yelena Belova, the sister of Black Widow, or the sister, quote unquote, of Black Widow, the Abomination, who is making his return in the what movie? He's going to be uh, Shang Chi, I think. Abomination's the, what, Abomination was in the second Hulk movie. Second Hulk, but he's, he's going to be in another movie that I know. I know he's going to be in She Hulk. Was going to be another movie he's going to pop in? I forgot what he's he was already confirmed for. Doctor Strange, maybe. Maybe Doctor Strange. You being Doctor Strange. It's possible. It's very possible. Um, also, I'm throwing a name out there for a movie. Try to jar your memory. Also, Agatha Harkness, who we got introduced to in uh, WandaVision. WandaVision Scor- yeah. The Scorpion from Spider-Man, which we know we're going to see in the new Spider-Man, which is uh, No Way Home, because they're going to be introducing the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. And also the Iron Patriot, which will be introduced to eventually when the... What is that other show they're coming out with? Uh, Iron Wars? Iron Wars. Iron Wars, I think it was. Yeah, they're coming out with that Disney Plus series. No, U.S. Agent. Not U.S. Agent. We have not Iron Patriot. Isn't Iron Patriot what they what they want to make? uh, War Machine. character. No, that's War Um, Machine. Yeah, that was something different. So you Iron Patriot. We have they originally called Iron Patriot in one of the movies. Mm -mm. No, they might they might have like I thought they referred to it in one of the and then changed the name or some point. Or like I think I I think that name has been suggested has been brought up in his lore, you know. I just okay. know I've heard that before. I mean, it's possible, but the actual yeah. character. There's so much shit. Dude, I, I couldn't even pinpoint it exactly where right. I heard it. Yeah. So in short, I think with the introduction of some of these characters that we've already been introduced to, uh, and we know this is going to the Secret Wars, I think we could see Doctor Doom, we could see uh, Lady Loki, Prince Namor, Green Goblin. Taskmaster and possibly Emma Frost as the supervillain. So the Cabal, I think, could be the next group of villains. I group of villains in the MCU. I can't help but love how Bones went into full on fantasy booking with this and immediately formed a faction. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Like I'm looking over. I'm looking at my shelf. I, don't, I think we might see Galactus after Kang. I really do. I. Uh... So what makes you think Galactus and not uh, Bones' breakdown? Because Bones' breakdown was pretty... He had a lot, of, very he had a lot back in that well, out there. Well, hold on, John, but before I, I you go in... Galactus, be... I think, has some name recognition, right? Well, hold on. Galactus, like, like, like I said, <laughs> we're already going to see him in Fantastic Four. But the we already have the connection to Fantastic Four because we have Kang. In the comics, Kang is the illegitimate son of reed richards am i saying that correctly am i he's he, some kind of relation to 
Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards in in some form of can one of one that of Kang's variants. That, that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about what goes on in comic books. So that's our connection to the Fantastic oh, man, there's Four. There's so much, man. There's well, I know so we all know there's going to be a connection to the Fantastic. Four, so that's good. We, we, can, we can go on that. But you're talking about post Kang here. Like you're going way past that, aren't you? Can we just talk? All right. Oh, no, I, I, I love this conversation. But Dan, did you mark out when Jonathan Major showed up on the screen? Oh, it was awesome. It was fantastic. Did you, mm-hmm. did you have an idea? Did I have an idea of what? That that's who was going to be behind the door. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I really didn't know what to expect by that point. You know, once once like the timekeeper thing became like a false thing, and like they mm. it was all machines. I at that point I was like, I don't know what to expect at this point. I, mean, I know in the beginning we had talked a lot about Kang being the the main villain, so I guess in the beginning we all brainstormed that it was all leading to the mm. arrival of Kang because I remember we talked about how the one timekeeper bore a resemblance to him in that one statue in the early yep. in the one picture or whatever it was in the right. early episode and the fact that he was also confirmed for ant-man the new ant-man and wasp Ant-Man, so we knew he was coming at some point right um i didn't but you know loki had taken so many i think twists and turns at that point and it was so mm-hmm. like holy crap with these variants and that or, or the different stems it was wild like it was so wild and hectic that like i want to say i forgot that kang was expected but like <laughs> yeah i didn't know what was going to happen once that door opened because it, the show at that point is like i don't even know i'm not even I'm not even bothering trying to predict what's happening at this point. Were you a fan of Alligator Loki and Throg? I love yes. Alligator Loki. How yes. I love Alligator Loki. Those were great. How about Throg? I mean, love Throg was Throg. What was Throg? Throg was only showed very quickly. Throg is Thor turned into a frog. Mm-hmm. He was in a, in a oh, jar. Admit- oh, yeah. Okay, okay, jumping okay, gotcha, 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 jump gotcha, out gotcha, of the jar. Door. Oh, okay, yeah. Got a job yeah. That's what I saw that, and I didn't put it all together at first. Mm-hmm. So thank you for clearing that up for me. Yeah, Alligator Loki was great. Um, I love the idea that there's all these different Kangs and all throughout the time sphere mm-hmm. now. I, I love like just yeah. You know, so I love how they said, but it was completely like, the answer really getting the girls. I did not know what to expect when that elevator door opened. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, oh, but like even like as as Kang starts talking, like and he starts and he starts. What's his uh? What's his human? What's his non? Superhero uh, he, he who remains he that's all they refer to that's all they refer to him okay. he said he has many names he who okay. remains was one that he talked about so yeah, and... like the he who remains and he's just like to all these and like even just how he's breaking down his existence and like how you could possibly go about killing all right, guys. So much. All right, all right. that whole last scene with with him and and, mm-hmm. and Shilo and the lokis were freaking amazing dude and i didn't i really didn't know what to expect and then at the end when it's just like oh my god he's everywhere like yeah. It's just a complete mind blow. So yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect those last half hour of that show. There you go, guys. There's there's Throg right there. Throg, nice. Thor, a frog <laughs> Thor. That's fucking. This is awesome. from a book frog called Thor. Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers. I've not read this yet. Lockjaw is the big bulldog, right? With the uh, the, the pitch the, the the tuning fork on his head. Lockjaw is an inhuman. Right. Um, Lockjaw is an inhuman dog that mm-hmm. can teleport. That can teleport. That's right. But yes, K- Kang is everywhere, and it's very scary. Mm-hmm. I think he's a bigger threat than Thanos. Well, there's multiple of him in all these different realities, and these. And just whole... the way, just the way after he was stabbed, and he just goes, "See you soon." I'll see you soon. Yeah. First of all, Jonathan Winters, what a fucking great casting idea 
to have him play this character. I absolutely love that entire that, that that entire scene with him and and um Sylvie and Loki. What a fucking star that dude is. Oh, that reminds me, I have to let you know this that my lovely fiance, soon to be wife, hey. is going through the middle of a very 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 large obsession of Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah. In the past week she's watched every almost every single thing that man has been involved in. Dude, even she him, was watching. Man. She was watching Shakespeare, some mm. BBC Shakespeare show at some point with Patrick Stewart that he was in playing like ah, nice Edward the Fifth or something like that. I don't even know. But um. So my thought is, I guess now that he's there's all these multiple Kangs, it's bringing in Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness that yes. will help yeah. contain the Kang Kangs and and. Then what happens to the TVA once all the Kangs are? It's assumed that all the Kangs are contained and neutralized. What ha- does this? Do these variants just keep going, and we just have multiverses well, and say we it. just have all these multiverses now? It's just the yeah. way it is, which is the way I think it should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I never enjoy. I never, you know, right away. I, I my first thought from Loki was like, yeah, the TVA is not a good thing, right? Like these, these are the, these are the the bad guys in some way, shape, or form. They're not doing something right. And everybody's doing something in this show in retaliation to them. You know. Owen Wilson was fantastic. And I think we're going to see him again. Obviously, there's a second season. Well, we're going to see him again, yeah, in Loki season two. But I think he's going to show up in something else. I hope so. It's fucking yeah, Owen I mean, Wilson. I mean, there's no reason why he can't show up in other movies. He's, he's... Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the side. I think you're going to need Doctor Strange and that multiverse to stop everything. And that's where our next phase of movies i guess mm-hmm. we're a four and five gonna be all about this what we're watching are four and five gonna be linked together like one we're and in three four right now together. we're in four I know right we're now in four now but you know how like one and three or the infinity saga what 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 phases are this next saga is it just four and five is it four five six we don't know yet i feel like there's a lot yet. more i feel like there's a lot more content within each phase mm-hmm. there's more there's definitely too. more movies now yeah mm-hmm. i mean I saw, just... have, you, have you guys seen black widow yet yes yeah. Oh my I god! I still have to go see Black. I have to watch. Oh it. my god, dude! It's worth. See, it. I heard a lot. I heard it was okay. It 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 seems like it because it because of when it was finally released. It kind of came out of order. If if we didn't have the pandemic and it came right after Endgame like it was supposed to, it would have made sense because it, it goes back. This movie falls in between uh, Captain America: Civil War and Black Panther. But then what? Yep. Mm-hmm. I but thought it was just, like a backstory, like way before. It is. It's, it's, it a, is it's, a backstory. It's a backstory. It's a backstory. But when it, it comes it, to present day, present day is in between okay, so Civil like, War so like, and like, Black like, Panther. Like in present day within the film. Okay. Right, okay, correct. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. You're okay. just... You're, there's just one character I know you're going to love. And know, it's on, say, well, yeah. now it's on Disney Plus, right? It is. Despite the objections of uh, Scarlett oh, Johansson. Scarlett right? Johansson. Yeah. yeah. That's some fucked up shit, man. Fucking the mouse just like... In, freaking cutting their freaking actors uh profits like that yeah that's some that's that was some that's disney some shit, shit. When I was being like that's some disney shit right there um <laughs> but like there, there's a character actually gonna did you watch stranger things yes oh great oh that's i can't wait soon. i can't yeah but i can't oh just wait just wait what, one of the kids in it nope oh is it um is what's his face in it um to put the fucking shirt what the hell hopper his name? no hopper, hopper? it's not hopper in. damn it no, it is Hopper. Oh, Hopper's in it. Oh, yeah. awesome! Uh, I love Just Hopper. wait till you see his character, though. Oh man, does he have an? I hope he has an awesome shirt. 
Uh, he has more than an awesome shirt. Oh, Wouldn't you say, it. Bones? I would say so. And it still fits. It still fits. <laughs> yes. Dan has no idea what There's we're talking, no about. What talking about. Oh, oh. And the end credit scene. Oh. Yeah. So that's, good. That's the noise. Yeah, maybe Again, Gabby and I will watch that. Ties tonight. it all together. I think yeah, maybe Gabby and I watched that today since uh, I was supposed to go to a barbecue today. But as you can see from this weather, I'm probably not going to go to a barbecue. Today. I sadly was supposed to play paintball for the last time ever at my first job because Top Gun Paintball, fortunately, the land they didn't being own their purchased land. by. I, we drove by there yesterday, going out to a mm. to a uh, to a bridal shower in North Hanover, and it was uh, it's just complete, dude. Yeah, I, I it's all I the trees are gone, dude. They're so, building a giant indoor sports bubble and like little league complex and soccer fields right by Great Adventure. It's but, called like Adventure Crossing or something. I just want to thank uh, Top Gun's gone, Chicken Holiday's gone, all the uh, the the, uh, the bars are gone, everything's yep. gone. They just bought all Chicken the Holiday. Jackson Jackson fought it for like years, mm-hmm. and they finally they finally ran out of money. Basically, I just want to thank Top Gun Paintball for being my first job and for meeting mm-hmm. some people I'm still you know friends with today. Uh, I'm sad I'm going to be there for paintball. your last day. What? I've never played paintball. Oh, dude, we should take you. I've shot tar- I've shot targets with paintball guns from your window in high school to your backyard. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you just sit up there going, boop, 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 boop. I forgot about that. <laughs> but, uh, well, good luck for you on that. Um, yeah. I don't think, what, what, what else? Did I do anything fun recently? Hmm. Um, no. No, I just uh, chilled out and... and drank yesterday i went to the plum steak grill for the first time whoa whoa you didn't do anything fun so you're saying that mr john grill's bachelor party wasn't fun oh that's right we haven't talked about okay we'll wrap up with john we'll have to wrap it up with john john grill's bachelor party that i was unfortunately not able to attend yeah you were i was gonna say you were invited you were able to not attend i i was working i was working other weddings also have this thing called a baby that just happened and you missed a a damn good time my friend it was actually so uh... dude so a couple things one was it was naughty boy i uh (laughs) <laughs> I haven't eaten uh, meat in about two years, and I right. caved. I caved this pat that past weekend. There was this pork. There was so much pork roll and bacon smelling up the house. Yeah, <laughs> you, you couldn't help yourself. Bacon on the sandwich. Ah, <laughs> and then our boy Anthony Santoro, another. Oh drummer. my god! Anthony shows up. Anthony loves to cook, so we were smart. We invited an Italian because he there loves to cook, and uh, <laughs> he uh, he shows up with this. What's it called that he brought? The thing that he put the meat in it like it cooked the meat from the inside out and then he just like Oh, sous vide. He's he's sous vide. He's sous vide, yeah. And it came out and dude, this meat he cut it and I have never seen a more perfectly cooked rare steak in my entire life. It was life. so good. It was I looked at that, I was like, All right, hand it over. Let's go. Give me a couple pieces of that. <laughs> now <laughs> yeah, ha- have you had it. meats again since? No. Okay. Nope, it was just for that one weekend. I did, I did like a 24-hour period of where I decided. I started at like 10 in the I morning I couldn't believe Saturday you did it. Saturday to 10 in the morning Sunday at a 24-hour window where I ate meat. And then I right back off it again. It didn't kill my stomach, man. I didn't get wrecked or anything. Good. Yeah. Good. Because I was afraid. I was like, oh, man, this might wreck my stomach. No, it was good. Probably because the cut of meat was really good. And it was cooked oh, really mm. well. You know? They were so good. So, yeah, we did that. And, oh, my goodness, the amount of beer that was consumed. In, I could imagine in that house. I mean, so so grill. We surprised grill with his brother and brother in law. They flew out from yep. California. Yeah, not nice. know they were coming. So they flew out. We picked them up in Jersey City, but they brought all these like couple bunch of California beers with them. Mm. Uh, they brought Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Elder, the greatest of the IPAs. 
And uh, oh, it's just a beautiful, made by Russian River Brewing, beautiful West, West Coast IPA. Oh, mm. and, so good. Uh, it just, it's like, think of the most what? savory wine. So good. Mm. With a little, still got the bite, you know. Right. But a beautiful, beautiful beer. We knocked back four bottles of it. We just destroyed it. Beautiful. And then, yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> and they come in like wine, like wine bottles, basically. Mm. So we knocked back four bottles at Adam amongst the ten of us. Plus all this beer from all over the country. We had yep. beer from the southeast. We had beer from the west coast. We had beer from there was beer from everywhere. Place. It was amazing. I still yeah. have a lot of beer that he I couldn't even mm. take it all. He was like, "Dan, take some." I was like, "Dude, I still have like a bunch of the beer too." I took all the took everything he didn't want. Right. There's so much beer. And then we hiked up. We did Windham Mountain. So we did a well. Half of us did Windham Mountain, and half of us went back. So half mm. of us did like a three mile hike. And the other half did like a seven mile hike. I, I have an issue with my knees. I, I got to figure out what's wrong. I wasn't going to call you out like that, but uh, you know, oh, it's old... fine. I, I, I it, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm having an issue, and it, it actually it makes me so sad because I really wanted to do the hike. What Wyndham became my I believe my 14th <clears throat> high peak out of the 35. Congratulations! So I'm getting a little closer. I'm close to the halfway point. Nice. I'm hoping to get that done in the next five years. I want to get them all. And the view, the view. Mm. Dan did real good with that place, man. Dude, it's awesome. View and the, so you, you pull up to the house, dude, and we you're at the driveway, and the house is probably like. We thought Dan was taking us somewhere to, to murder us. We're like, yeah, Dan, we're way in the middle of nowhere. The house is like 150 up feet up in this cliff, just overlooking like the valley, overlooking Hunter Mountain in the valley. There it was unbelievable. You wake up in the morning with a cup of coffee, and whatever whatever else you might like to have in the morning. And you just sit there and put your feet up, dude. And it was the most amazing thing. And it never got above 70, dude. Slept with the windows open. That's awesome. 48 degrees the first night. Dude, windows open in the 40s and 50s sleeping. It was amazing. King size beds. Well, me and Grilla king size yeah, beds. Yeah, we had king size mm -hmm. beds. That's right. Right. How we roll. So, oh. Thank sounds you like for everyone who came. Good time bones. Um, you know, the house was cool. We had a great hot tub, great fire pit. Mm -hmm. Great time. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Man. It was a good time. Of course. That's awesome. I'm sure the best man Miro will be very proud. Yeah, we're gonna have to update we're gonna have to update Miro on how I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. I let him know. Just like, so this is where we had the bachelor weekend. This yep. is what the fridge looked like. He'll be like, <laughs> very good. Oh man, I'm wondering if I can do that somehow. <laughs> Dear Miro, uh, I'd like to update you on the Miro. <laughs> I'd love to update you on how my best man. man's doing. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Mr. John Grill has more wedding things to take care of as you know getting close man our buddy john is uh, tying the knot in a, a few short weeks it's gonna it's, happen uh, our little john is growing days, up 20 days 20 days Ooh, the countdown begins is the final it's the final countdown but an he joins the schmuck club <laughs> <laughs> all right so on that note listeners if this is your first time tuning in thank you so much for listening to the pop culture collective found exclusively right here on the fourth wall pop network if you want to show your support check us out on social media at pc collective pod and then show your support for the network by checking out our link tree link found below in the description of this episode you can find our twitter our instagram our online store and all the other fun things that we have to offer here at the fourth wall pop network. So on behalf of the good brother, Doc Haas, on behalf of the bald and the beautiful Mr. John grill, congratulations again, John 
on your bachelor party being a success and your soon to be marriage. Hopefully we're all back again next weekend. Hopefully. <laughs> so until then, I'm Johnny Bones. We are PCC and we'll see you when we're looking at you. Bye.